Hello, 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 world. How are y'all doing out there under all the chaos that's going on in the world, being quarantined and watching CNN and the president and all of the the sad news that I see on television? How are y'all doing? My prayer is that you all are doing well. You're Uh, drinking your hot teas, you're getting your lemon, your apple cider vinegar, your vitamin D in, get y'all some sunlight if it's just stepping out on your porch, y'all. Okay, your vitamin C's, um, plenty of water. Please stay dehydrated to flush any toxins, anything out of your system. Drink your waters. Y'all, stay healthy, stay safe. This is your girl. Nikki B, author and spoken word artist of that book, Them Damn Church Folks, y'all, coming at you with another podcast. Just want to check in with everybody. And um, before we go any further, let's seek God for this podcast, y'all. Lord, we love you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. And Father, we just pray for our nation right now. We pray for the world and everything that's going on. Father, you said, if you be lifted up, you will draw all men unto thee. Father God, we lift you up right now, Father. We know that you are God and beside you there is no other. So Father, we come asking that you heal the land, Father. You said, if my people who are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways, Father God, you will heal the land. Lord, we come asking for healing to fall upon the earth right now, Father. You know what we're going through, Lord God. Your people need you right now, Father. We need you like never before. Father God, we ask as we go through this podcast that something will be done and said that your people will be healed, delivered, and set free. We'll be uplifted, Father God, that we can laugh, Father, during this sad time. Lord, we ask that you give us a garment of praise and all these things. Lord, we pray for our president. We pray for the people that surround him, Father God. Lord, we ask that you just cover him in your blood. Lord, like you did Pharaoh. Father God, we ask that you give him a change of heart and a change of mind. Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we do pray and we claim the victory. And everybody, under the sound of my voice, let me hear you say amen, amen, and amen again. Okay, y'all, let's tackle some things that's been on my mind. I was listening to some of my favorite uh, YouTube pastors that I listen to, uh, Bishop R.A. Vernon and Dr. Miles Monroe, of course, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I think they are, they are awesome teachers of the word. And what I consider an awesome teacher is a teacher that can break down the Bible, the word of God, and then show you how to apply that word in your daily living. Um, Preaching is okay, but when you're able to teach the word, you go beyond three points, a jump, shout, hoop, and holler, and you are really able to break down the word, divide the word to where a baby can understand, and then how you use it in your daily lives. Um, And I think those teachers, um, Dr. Bishop R.A. Vernon, Dr. Miles Monroe, and Bishop T.D. Jakes, they just have great teachings that I follow. And so um, I want to use some of their teachings in this podcast today and see can we gel them together and 
look at ourselves and see and look at our local churches and see are we really doing what God has called us to do especially during this time of the uh the pandemic the coronavirus and being quarantined my question is is the kingdom of God really living alive and existing in your community can you look around your community and see the kingdom of God during especially during this time and you say okay Nikki what is you what is you <laughs> what are you talking about girl yes the kingdom of God I'm it's in me I, I go to church every Sunday I praise the Lord I pray I, you know no that's not what I'm talking about can you really see the kingdom? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So is the kingdom of God really living in your, or can you see it in your community? That is the question we're going to tackle today. And you guys leave a comment, you know, hit me up, tell me what you think. I really want to hear from you. So Dr. Miles Monroe has a series. He has a book out and I believe the name of the book because my church is studying the book. It's called Kingdom Living. And his sermon deals with what is the kingdom and what does the kingdom look like? And he says that God did not create you to be in a religion. And y'all, we have been doing this religion thing for so long. We should be about tired of it and ready for change. He, He said something that really got me. He said that, if religion really worked, why, no matter where you go in the world, from Africa to China to America, uh, Afghan, all over the world, if religion really worked, then why is there still murder, suicide, divorce, poverty, and genocide, and it's on the rise, okay, and you throw in now coronavirus, if religion really worked, those traditional rules and regulations that we have come up with, religion, if it really worked, so that lets me know that religion doesn't work, (laughs) so we as believers in God, his son Jesus, when we gather together every Sunday and Wednesday for Bible study, what does our kingdom look like in our community? Paul says in Ephesians, be not conformed to this world. What is Paul saying? Paul was saying, change the way you think about this world, about the government. And I'm like, okay, Dr. Dr. Miles Monroe, what are you saying? Because you got me a little lost now. And Dr. Miles Monroe was basically saying um, God's plan for his kingdom on earth was for us to begin to go beyond the four walls of that church building that we go to every Sunday and Wednesday and begin to open businesses. What business has your local church opened lately during this crisis this pandemic that we're going through are we really 
able to handle as the black church? Are we really able to handle a pandemic for our church members or for the black community or for the community period? You know, I love my church. I love my church family, you know, but I wonder, do we ever really get it? That God wants us to do more than just sit inside a church building, singing, dancing, preaching, and passing a collection plate. I I told you all before, I am on the mime ministry. You know, we you know do dramatic interpretation, we dress in mime, and we bring gospel songs and the word of God to life through mime, and I love it. But I know God has called us to do so much more. You know, that's just like the icing on the cake. What are we doing Monday through Saturday to help bring the kingdom into our community? So I was just sitting here thinking, you know, after I listened to Dr. Miles Monroe, and then I flipped over, I was listening to, you know, Bishop uh, R.A. Vernon, and he was teaching at a man's uh, manpower conference. And I was like, okay, well, let me see. What, what, what is he talking about, even though it was for men? But I heard him say, y'all, a lot of people are wide awake and sleep at the same time. And it took me to Ephesians 5 and 14. And in Ephesians 5 and 14, it says, wake up, you sleeper. And we have been sleeping for a long time in our churches. And I just want you to ask yourself, are you sleeping? on your family, on yourself, on your community, uh, or are you wide awake? And I, we used to post that stuff all the time when we were really seeing the, the killing of black boys, men, and women, and we would say, stay woke, stay woke, stay woke. But are we really staying woke, or have we fallen back to sleep? Um, that's, those are just the questions that I have. I I sit and I oh, excuse me, y'all. That was that was my sister texting me this morning to wake me up. Okay, but I just want to know: <laughs> Are we wide awake and sleep at the same time as we go through this coronavirus, or do we see in the black church how we are not really prepared? If a pandemic was to hit our city the way I see it hitting hitting other cities, or if something, a natural disaster was to happen, are we prepared as a black church? And again, people say, Nikki, you stay on the church. Why? Because it is the place where all black people go to every Sunday. A lot of us <laughs> congregate at this building. It's either the church or the club. So I'm, hey, I, I choose to tackle with the church. And you have a leader, a bishop, a pastor, or whatever, your elder, whatever you call um, the man of God who stands before you and brings the word to you. Okay, so I look at that and I say, all right, we gather here, we pass the collection plate, we take up all kind of funding. But if something was to really hit your town, are we prepared? For example, going into um, the grocery stores, I remember the other morning, it was no meat. It was no, of course, y'all know about this, everybody running out buying toilet tissue. You know, it was nothing. Does your local church 
own a grocery store or do they have an area in their church to where the members can come and um, purchase groceries and those who don't have money things can be given to them to help them you know survive or make it through the week are we prepared and it bothers me because I know the answer. A lot of our churches are not prepared. I was looking on my Instagram, um, the company We Buy Black, when I saw that this um, black church, they are assisting um, farmers because farmers know that a lot of black churches have a lot of land. Okay, so these black um, churches are working with these black farmers. And again, I love everybody, but I'm black. I'm speaking to um, my black community because we got to get it together. Again, let's go back to what Paul said. Um, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed (laughs) by the renewing of your mind. Okay, um. 2 Timothy 1 and 7, I've seen that people quoting this all over Instagram and social media. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. That's true. But he has given us the spirit of, he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Let's look at sound mind. What does that mean? Having a sound mind. Legally having the capacity to think, reason, and understand for oneself. Sound mind, church. We must start thinking. <laughs> what would happen if our church would own their own gas stations, their own trucking companies, their own grocery stores, hotels, apartment complexes, and not just any apartment complexes. I'm talking about those that are income-based. And I know it can be done because I've seen it. The Catholic Church, they do it. See, that's kingdom here on earth when I ask does your community have God's kingdom existing in it that is the kingdom mindset that we must begin to develop just going through this coronavirus you should look around your church and ask yourself bishop teachers leaders deacons hey um are we financially physically emotionally spiritually ready for such a time as this you know, we think it's it's good. That's all we do is go in and preach a little sermon, dance a little dance, sing a song, and go back home. But it is a bigger picture that God is calling us to look to. I heard a preacher the other day. He said, "Well, I was I was kind of afraid, you know, and all of this. Uh, they told us we had to close the doors of the church, and because I'm gonna be honest with you, um, this is this is how I make my money, huh?" really but what if you owned gas stations apartment complexes hotels grocery stores a trucking company we don't think beyond and I wonder why now in our churches y'all we set up we got the choir the praise team praise dancers deacons finance committee ushers greeters security parking attendants CEOs what is what you got CFOs we got we got the corporate setup inside the church but we don't own nothing not one business does the black church and I'm speaking of the community that I live in they own nothing 
And it bothers me because when I sit and I talk with ministers, they, they're like, so what? And I'm like, so what? Doesn't it seem like if we were, the church was to own and operate as a whole, as a body in Christ, that we can provide jobs for our community? You know, if we were to pull together and make it happen. Or just being at that church building alone. If you were providing jobs for the community. Um, again, having, oh, back to the the farming and the black church. Well, what they're doing is they are um, allowing their land to be used, if I'm not mistaken, if I read the article correctly. And they are, you know doing the the gardening and the um, produce on their church land, allowing the farmers to use their land for that. Are we really prepared? A lot of black churches I know have a lot of land. That's one thing that we need to be doing. We need to be harvesting our own food. Do, Do we have that? Are we doing that? There's certain things that we have to start thinking. We have to be of sound mind, thinking for oneself. If we truly think that, you know, really care about us, and I'm talking about, you know, those other people, we we better, you know, hurry up and we, <laughs> I want to say stop drinking the Kool-Aid and really wake up because I think we are asleep and awake at the same time, but we really need to wake up, you know, the kingdom. I'm seeing so so much foolery. I just happened to Google the news here, and according to our local news, we had seven shootings and three mur- and three murders two weeks in a row. But in my town, we got a church on every corner. We got a storefront church across from a bigger church, and it goes. I mean, it's like that all down the street. But are we really making a difference in our community? And that's just what I want us to think about is we, we are quarantined and we sit going through this pandemic, the coronavirus. You know, how do we fit in black church in our community? Do we really have the kingdom of God existing in our communities? And, you know, Dr. Miles Monroe, please go listen to his sermon, Kingdom Living. Um, R.A. Vernon, uh, he does a manpower conference and he just he talks about being awake, being present you know, in, in, in your family, in your community, not just holding a title, not just saying, yeah, I'm here, but you're not really here. (laughs) Um, y'all, we got a lot of work to do. And, um, Dolly Parton, she said, if your actions create a legacy that inspires others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more, then you are an excellent leader. We have a lot of leaders, a lot of people that call themselves leaders, but we're not really creating, through our actions, we're not creating a legacy. So how do you want your church to be remembered? What are you leaving for your church to do, to continue to do, to have the kingdom in your community? Those are questions that we really need to sit back and ask ourselves, y'all. I mean, this is this is getting it's been real. 
but I think for a lot of us, uh, our eyes are really starting to become, to be opened. Um, and it's, it's not a joke. Uh, I'm not going to get on my, you know, Malcolm X uh, right now, but y'all, it's, it's really time for the church to step up and own some stuff. And you can see how that's that's just that should be mandatory the next going back to church the next meeting you should have it shouldn't be a jump shout hoop and holler meeting it should be lord we thank you that we're here now let's put a blueprint down let's let's start on something to ensure that our people will be taken care of if da 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 happens you know so I'm just saying, those are just thoughts that I have as I sit here (laughs) in quarantine or in the house. Um, Y'all love on each other. Um, Play a lot of Scrabble and Monopoly, (laughs) y'all. And yes, um, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, y'all. That sound mind. We must start changing the way we think. Be it, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. What business is your church called to open to help your members and your community? So, y'all, hey. Play a lot of Scrabble, Monopoly, love on your babies. And until next time, plant smiles, grow laughter, and y'all harvest love. This is Nikki B, and I'm out. Peace. Hey, y'all. I just forgot to mention, I sat and I watched Self Made, the the movie inspired by Madam C.J. Walker, uh, first black woman millionaire. And, you know, I know it's been disputes about who was the first and all of that, but according to the movie and other researchers that the Guinness Book of World Records listed her as the first. And so just watching that movie, And seeing how she built a business from the ground up and to employ so many people, it was amazing. And so when I look at her, I look at how uh, she gave back to her community. She brought the kingdom to the community and everybody was able to, to eat, if you will. And I think the church should be doing the same thing. So... Again, if you haven't caught the movie, check it out. It's a very awesome movie. She has a um an awesome story and it's just great to see that she took her passion and she was able to bless others that they were able to bless their families. And so and uh her legacy lives on. So always ask yourself the question from the church to your own personal family, what legacy will you leave? So again, I love y'all. Be blessed. Stay safe. And I'm out again. (laughs) Nikki B. Peace.